and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. My name is Della Shea, and I am the country CDO ambassador for Canada and also a member of the global editorial board for the CDO Magazine. And today I had the pleasure of talking with Gary Schneider, who is the enterprise data governance lead at Mass Mutual. So thank you, Gary, for joining me today. So in your experience, how do you go about crafting messages that people can actually understand? Because, you know, this business is all about lingo and acronyms, and there's a lot to unpack. So can you share a little bit about uh, what some of the things have been that proved to be successful in getting that message and that culture established? Yeah, I mean, first of all, um, you need a clear vision. You know, you, you need to start with a clear vision, a clear message, and a clear mandate. They all sort of coalesce. They all sort of go together uh, to in, to allow you uh, or to inform, you know, the messaging and the approach that you want to take, you know, for that messaging. Uh, and in my mind, and this may be controversial to some, but in my mind, it, it sort of starts with the establishment of policies and standards. Your policies and standards, um, which is one of the core aspects of a data governance program, define the target state that you want for your organization and, and the roles necessary to achieve it. By, by going through the exercise of, of establishing a few core uh, policies and standards, in essence, what you're doing is you're... you're you're establishing or defining what's your target state uh, of governance of sound data management practices uh, for your organization. That lays the foundation for your messaging uh, and the understanding of the skills um, stakeholder partnerships needed to succeed. I've also found, um, and this is, I, I think is a common issue that, that is faced uh, everywhere, irrespective of the industry within governance. Uh, I've also found that uh, given the depth and complexity of executing a data governance program on an enterprise scale, that people often shut down and uh, and fail to engage as they have difficulty grasping the benefits of the program to their business function. You know, it's you know what's in it for me, uh, to their business function and their and their role within it. Um, so, success in identifying and engage, I use the term cadre of of stakeholders, therefore depends on achieving a sort of macro micro symbiosis. Um, in other words, identifying and, and identifying focus efforts on specific business use cases or burning platforms uh, that will benefit from the adoption of sound governance practices defined by the program, um, while also keeping the big picture themes as a constant backdrop. So you're sort of focusing and, and reinforcing the value of the data governance program to targeted businesses or, or platforms, but they still understand how they're contributing to the, to the larger picture. Um, the larger value um, of the uh, of the overall program, um, then celebrate and socialize those successes. That helps to garner the momentum and facilitate a broader buy-in uh, or adoption. Um, I often use, and I went to military college. I, I often use a, a military reference to explain this approach. Um, you know, I always say have have a have a clear mission or an enterprise view on where you go um, on uh, where you want to go and, and the benefits that it's going to yield. Um, establish formal sponsorship up the chain of command, and then begin to execute by establishing that beachhead that I just talked about uh, within the business functions through these targeted smaller efforts that demonstrate value. Then train and equip those groups uh, in the business and use them to build or drive adoption of these practices through their function uh, in an ordered fashion. Um, I guess finally, uh, the identification of the stakeholders uh, is um, certainly aided by company policies that mandate this work. I said, you know, start with companies and policies, you know, it, it changes the dynamic and that you're now 
um, instead of requiring uh, our sorry, instead of sort of begging from the bottom up to get people to engage with you to drive, you now have sort of a a mandate uh, from on high, which changes the relationship between I'd say the business process stakeholders and the data governance program in that um, instead of um, begging and trying to acquire and, and um, uh, enable resources, um, you're now helping them to achieve certain compliance or, or, or policy objectives. A at the end of the day though, um, true stakeholder partnership is, is really only achieved when, when value can be demonstrated. So it's interesting because there's so much to this and I'm particularly interested in how you go about weaving in the concepts of data quality and you know what it is, what are the benefits, what it means to those individuals as you're kind of rolling out that communication strategy, as you're reinforcing the culture, because it is very critical that uh, the data that people are using and making decisions and having access to is number one fit for purpose, it's accurate and it's useful for the those business objectives. So even that term data quality isn't inherently understood by stakeholders across the organization. So I'd be interested if you could share a little bit about some of your tried and true tips in terms of, of weaving those messages. Yeah, I'll, I'll emphasize again that, um, you know, having clear accountable policies and standards that, that clearly enumerate um, the requirements with respect to data quality for all functions, I, I think is, is sort of poor point. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really critical and foundational. Again, establishing what we view, what are the dimensions to data quality? What do we view as critical and important? And how do we want to approach it in a standardized way across the enterprise? Um, so, you know, for, for that reason, you know, it, it should include um, these policies or standards should include, um, you know, the standardized, standardized dimensions of, of data quality that, that we want to consider or address. Mm -hmm. And, and the general processes that each of the businesses are, are to follow. Again, that that establishes the guidance for the businesses, uh, and is and is again as a de facto set of requirements that the governance teams can work with their business partners to adopt. Um, probably second point I'd, I'd I'd have to place, and and maybe this is obvious, maybe it's not, but I think the seventh critical point is to have clear ownership and accountability. Um, mm -hmm. You know, data management for and for the data quality oversight within within each business function, within each business process. Data is owned um, by each business. Uh, again, maybe controversial, uh, but data is owned by each, each business and it, it follows um, that the business owns uh, and is accountable for data quality. Um, of course, enabled uh, by and in partnership with, with folks in technology. Um, but disambiguating this often ambiguous issue or this often uh, contentious issue, um, and clarifying roles around ownership is foundational to building a sound quality management practice. Um, owners do, of course, you know, need to be empowered to fulfill their, their mm -hmm. data quality obligations um, for the data that they own. Uh, but that's another opportunity for, for the data governance uh, program, the data governance practice to facilitate the tooling, the training and guide the implementation uh, of those quality standards, those quality practices across the enterprise in a standard way. Um, you know, a, a generally standardized approach to data quality should also pr produce data quality reporting and dashboards, mm -hmm. both the BU specific and uh, and on an enterprise scale. That that level of transparency, along with you know, we talked earlier about sort of treating this as a as a risk management practice. Uh, the the level of transparency and reporting and oversight of, the, of data quality, sort of combined with this risk management practice or this risk management construct. Um, creates that multi-level awareness, uh, accountability, right. and, and drives that that continuous improvement. 
So are there certain types of KPIs or KRIs that you find provide the right type of uh, transparency in terms of what is actually happening within the organization in terms of governance? Yeah, I mean, um, there's a bit of old school and new school here. So I'm, I'm admittedly, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting older now. I'm admittedly a bit of old school, uh, and that I still want to see error rates and trend statistics uh, across all the data quality dimensions um, by source system, you know, data type and, and critical business process um, as sort of a foundational indicator of quality and and, and the, the movement of quality or the changing dynamic of quality, uh, and and our focus, but. Um, you know, we have to move beyond this and, and moving beyond this, organizations need to have better insights into how a data quality um, or data or a more mature, effective data quality management practice is driving business value um, or managing risk in a, in a quantifiable way. Um, so metrics that measure changes in the impact of risk events, their frequency and, and the effectiveness scores of our system of internal controls are generally things that I want to see. I, I want to see how effective um, our risk management practice uh, is mitigating our risk or is enhancing or providing greater, greater business opportunity. There are a number of related measures, and I can list a few. There are a number of related measures that I think um, inform these or, or also provide valuable insights on their own. So, you know, I, I want to monitor ratings changes, risk ratings changes, um, you know, that I, can, that I can directly align to some of our data quality management practices. Uh, expected value is something I, I want to see. Um, expected value effectively quantifies what we think the, the, the dollar impact of a particular risk or risk event would be. Um, were it to occur. I, I want to see that. I want to see how the change in dynamic and improvement in our data quality controls and effectiveness of our controls is um, reducing the expected value of the risk events that, that we, have, we have identified. I want to look at things like the number of, of risk incidents or um, uh, in risk issues or data issues or data events that are occurring uh, and the trend related to that. That gives me an indication of, again, our effectiveness, our controls, and can directly map to um, the risk that's being mitigated or properly treated across the enterprise. Uh, but, but I want to see things as well. You know, we talked earlier about sort of an offensive and defensive posture. More on the offensive side, mm -hmm. I want to see how um, the data quality, the improvement in data quality is improving our um, confidence in the data that we have. I want to, I want to assess whether it's uh, realizing additional uh, business or operational efficiencies. It, it's, it's easier to find the data. It's easier to find quality data instead of sending out 15 emails and say, hey, who has this data? Who can help me? Um, with sound data governance and data quality practices, I have a much greater opportunity to effectively and efficiently identify uh, data quality um, or sound or data that's of a sound data quality um, more efficiently and more effectively. We should be able to measure it. We should be able to measure that. Um, uh, another metric that uh, is sort of the value of new or retained business. You know, how has the improvement of our data quality improved our business processes, efficiencies, such that I can evidence through through a, a, a quantified value of what that value of new or retained business is that's related to the data quality uh, scores and the improvement of our data management uh, practice. Um, not all, it's, it's easier said than done, but I think these are the types of um, a dynamic metrics that are going to inform um, how the data governance or data quality practice is uh, mitigating risk uh, on enterprise scale across your organization. It can be measured on a specific mm -hmm. uh, business or business process level as well. 
Uh, and and you know, lastly, I I want to see what our customers think. Um, you know, I'd like to see percents change and you know, customer and stakeholder perception of our data quality and, and our business through things like, you know, an MPS score or a VOC score uh, that I can map back to the work that um, that we have progressed with respect to data quality and um, sounder data management practices. So um, there's a lot there, um, but it, it is, there a, is a lot there. It is a real shift. And, and I think the traditional way folks have um, have treated uh, the measurement of, of the value that a data governance or quality practice brings. Thank you, Gary. This has been an excellent uh, discussion today. You certainly have so much uh, knowledge and experience to share with this community. community. So I'm very thankful to have had this opportunity to uh, chat with you today. Thank you so much. It's truly been my honor and pleasure. Thank you very much. And for other interviews, if anyone would like to see um, other content, please visit cdomagazine.tech.